Right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Love Island Cast USA. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Long time no speak. Oh wait, no, it's every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> We've become the secret of I our think, success. <laughs> I think we need to start seeing other people, Chris. <laughs> We're having more fucking conversations than having with my own wife. I'm telling hey, you, she's we're vibing though. We're vibing, man. We are vibing. Yeah, we're vibing, Dave. I still think that's a shit word, but we're vibing. I hear it everywhere, and every every TV show I've been watching, like we're watching another reality one at the moment. Two of the guys off Jersey Shore, which Jersey Shore is one of my ultimate reality shows, Dave, from like going back 12, 15 years, and it's still it's made a comeback in the last two years, and. Paulie D, who's a DJ now in Vegas, and Vinny, who's his best mate, they've got this dating show that's been on MTV. So I've been watching that where basically it's like Love Island. A load of girls are put into a mansion. They both live there with them, and they've got to basically do games and tasks, and both the guys are after dates and that. And it's just like a dating show. We've been quite enjoying it, but they're all saying vibing. I heard Paulie D say it. Oh, I'm vibing, yeah, we're vibing. And all the girls are saying it. So it must be something that they just say in america a lot because i've never heard it in the uk well i've worked quite a bit in america and i've never heard it before but i'm probably just not down with the kids chris but <laughs> don't be coming to me with that jersey fucking shore shit and asking can we do a podcast on it? <laughs> i don't know how the hey. hell you have time all these new people it's like oh for god's sake who's who now it's like <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i mean these fucking loads of them dave but I, I would like if possible can we talk about the absolute psycho killer that is eric one of the new guys that's coming because he <laughs> is not fucking right the way he's putting it on kira he's definitely it's not single white female it's single white male <laughs> i couldn't even think myself there i see what you did there chris this yeah, is terrible that was terrible on that all day <laughs> Hey, you were giving the narrator shit. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> he's got nothing on us. <laughs> I'm telling you, but what do you think of him, Dave? Because I think he's a fucking nut job. Well, I mean, he, like all the blokes there, he's a tasty dish, isn't he? He's a good-looking bloke. He's got a jawline chiseled from granite. But there is something a bit un- uneasy about him. He does come across, he's so calm. He does have that kind of serial killer vibe. You know, if you go on a date with him, you know, and, and he starts playing the old classical music in the background, you should probably check the doors aren't locked, to be honest. You know, we'd saw it, and I thought when he had the date the other day with Caro, I thought he was just being super chilled and trying to make a super chilled impression. But um, no, it's, it just seems to be him. And, and he's obviously, right at the end there, he's made a beeline for Kira. And uh, again, though, it's this serial killer tone to his voice that just puts me, it makes me feel a little bit uneasy, to be honest. Yeah, it's weird because I'm totally, he started off okay. He started off with, as a word with Cashel and says, look, you know, he alluded to in the other episodes, I'm interested in Kira. You know, she's caught my eye. Fine, no problem. 
he then says to them, look, you know, Cashel, I'm interested, you know, I, I have a right to speak to and all this. And he, Cashel said, look, it's dog eat dog. It is cutthroat. You've got to treat every day like it's your last in here because basically you can be out. So that's fine. No problem. Cashel and him were perfect. He starts off with Kira, great. No problem at all. They have a bit of a chat. Everything's fine. Then he appears from nowhere as she's trying to wash her hands after she's had a pee. And I'm thinking, he goes, I'm just pretending to fold some of my clothes. <laughs> I'm like, well, why have you gone that much into detail, you weirdo? And then, and then he's just like, she's like, do you want to talk outside? And then, but then he just keeps going, I don't want to be a dick with the guys, but I don't really care. And I'm thinking, well, you're either a dick or you don't care. That you keep, you're one or the other. And he just kept saying it. Well, I, I know what I want. I know I was in a relationship for seven and a half years. And I'm thinking, yeah. And I bet we don't know where the fuck his partner is from seven and a half years either. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the way he creeps up there and, like you say, he's oh, just folding clothes. Uh, the, the next one, I'm sure tomorrow it'll be, uh, yeah, I was just watching you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was stroking your face and your hair as you slept. I was just <laughs> collecting up the stray bits of hair from your pillow. Um, yes, I'm sure he's a lovely bloke, but it just makes me nervous. Yep, big time nervous, Dave. A strange scenario. We'll find out, obviously, tomorrow's show how that goes. Now, anything else caught your eye in the house today? I've got to say, again, while we're in that kind of vicinity, I thought Yemen made a bit of a dick move tonight, to be honest. I mean, Cairo was happy that she'd been chosen by Eric to go off on a date. And Yemen decides to go across and basically say to her, well, actually, he was more interested in Kira but, you know, kind of with her and Cashel, he, he didn't want to go there and just made her feel like shit and made her feel like second best. And I just can't, I can't in my own head think what good could ever come out of that type of conversation. No, and I think as well, it's, going back to say the UK show that we do, there's a guy in that who's done it, Curtis, and just done it over the last 24 hours. It mirrors that a lot. I think they need to give Yeaman a copy of the UK Love Island to watch how not to act because what I don't understand this, Dave, it's like me and you, right? And we've been in scenarios years gone by, we're in bands, you know how bitchy it gets and all that. We've, we've all been there. But if me and you as friends, I confide in you, you then go and just <laughs> reveal my secrets or I did the same to you about you, you'd be quite right to go, Chris, you absolute see you next Tuesday. But they all just look at each other in this as if to stand the UK was as if to say, Oh, right. Oh, so, so he's, he's dug me out, has he? Right, okay, carry on. And I don't understand why they're not confronting each other, saying, you know, if I confide in you, I know it's on telly in that, Dave. I know it's a bit of a contradiction, but for, for the interest of the house, it's like, why the fuck are you doing that? I know if, say, uh, Yemen and Kyra, Kyra, Cairo, had had like this long-standing friendship and actually Cairo looked like she was going to go head over heels for this Eric chap then I think it's appropriate for him to say, okay, just put on the brakes there. I mean, you may think he's well into you. He's not really. But they don't have that long-term friendship. Cairo's single, and I've said it before, she's like a butterfly and flits between every single bloke there. So I I think in his head he's doing this magnanimous thing. But I I just don't – I just see him as a shit-stirrer now, to be honest. Yeah. It's funny, you know, because – you know, I've said raved about it. Then at the start, oh, he's a great guy. Dead stand up. He told it how it is. He told people how it is, blah, blah, blah. But then it 
when he's talking to the camera now and he's doing things, I think he thinks he's a bit of a player, don't he? He's like, you know, yeah, your boy, your boy's in here, your boy's doing this and all that. And I know it's a cultural thing, as in UK to US, the way they speak is totally different to us. But there's this sort of arrogance coming out on him. And I'm not sure what's happened or whether he's just been hiding it very well. But I, I, I'm not just saying it because you've said that. I thought that the last few episodes, he's got a bit of a dick side to him, which we've not seen, to be honest. And obviously... Um, Port Alana got absolutely pied off by him, didn't she? So maybe maybe he's just playing a game, Dave. Maybe. I, I mean, I thought in the diary room there, he, he did come off like a dick as well. And and again, maybe that's a cultural thing. Um, maybe people in the US are watching that thinking, yeah, man, go for it. But to me, he just looks like a tool. So, <laughs> so, let's see, let's see. But um, so... I tell you what is kind of interesting, though. I mean, Weston, when he first came into the villa, no one stepped forward for him, I think. Yeah. And now he's got two smoking hot women falling over themselves over him. So I think he seems to be the luckiest bloke in the villa right now. But then he's like, he feels like he's you know, in a terrible situation because he, he kind of likes Christina and also Kelsey as well. And they are both absolutely stunning. They seem to be, you know, uh, nice in terms of personality. You know, they seem to be, dare I say it, Chris, this is going to encroach on my vocabulary, but they are vibing. And so, I don't know, it's, it's going to be interesting where that kind of goes, but I like at the moment, he seems to be fairly upfront about it, you know, without being a dick. And I think that's both him and Dylan seem to be able to pull that off, you know, with, you know, not closing doors in people's faces, but, you know, uh, making it open. You know, this is how I feel. Again, this is a, a perception thing based on 45 minutes of a TV show. And, you know, they could show some at tomorrow, which completely contradicts me. But that, that's how it seems to me right now. No, I think you're right. I think you're right, to be fair. And, and Dave, I know she's becoming a bit of a, a point of ridicule with me. But, you know, when they went on the dates and Eric took Caro and we had all this thing where he was going to take Kira and he said, I don't want to do it in this environment, which I thought was bizarre. And I must admit, the narrator, who I have given stick, and obviously our friend Stefan has sent the email in regarding, you know, uh, supporting him it was funny when he did say they're all in this sort of idyllic date blah 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 three feet away from each other <laughs> you know they're in a line aren't they pans to each like couple in a line <laughs> but eric and caro are there and he's trying to explain to her about like he's been in a relationship and before he could even finish what he said she's going oh that is amazing oh my god oh i love that i love that and she kept saying it and i'm like but you're saying it out of context he's not finished his little dialogue for you to even sort of pass judgment. I don't know if you picked up on that, but it was so fucking annoying. I'm thinking, wow, you've been so false. She started off dead strong by saying, look, I know you wanted to take Kira and stuff. And then he, she just, honestly, he, he must have said it three times, Dave. And before he could even finish what he was saying, and, and it, it wasn't even, she just going, oh, I love that. I love that. And I'm like, oh my God, sure. You just sound so false. You know what? It reminds me. I'm going to be a bit abstract now, Chris. If you remember, there was the old English uh, TV show called the uh, the IT Crowd. Yes, and 
in the very first episode, and this will probably ring true with a lot of people who have to ring in at work to their local IT help desk, but they ring up and then he's got a tape player. This shows how old it is. And it just goes, have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> and then it just, it just says the same thing. And it doesn't matter what the other person says, but actually the other person on the end of the line turned it back off and on again and it worked. So they were like, oh, right, great, thanks. And meanwhile, uh, the guy who's actually working in IT is just sat there on his ass being a lazy bastard. But it kind of almost reminds me of that. It's like she thinks that this like flirting technique is to just, no matter what they say, it's like, oh, great, you know, twizzle your hair a bit, roll your eyes a bit, you know, and do all these things. Now, it doesn't matter what the other person's doing, you know, and that's how you get, uh, that's how you get a good date. It, it sort of feels like that to me, that she's not actually listening to what's being said or picking up on an actual uh, feeling or, or vibe, as they say. Yeah. That, that's what I mean. It was bizarre. Funny, funny TV again, but bizarre, Dave. Absolutely bizarre. And Dave, I believe we've got a review today, haven't we? We certainly have. So again, we always love it when we get reviews. And this one is entitled Best Podcast. And this is from Kayla. I really hope I've pronounced that right. And it says, I absolutely love listening to the podcast. I'm an American watching both US and UK versions of Love Island and very much prefer the UK. I look forward to listening to this on the subway every day before... Uh, can I say this? Illegally watching <laughs> the UK version uh, so I can stay up to date. You guys are super funny and always write in your opinions of both casts. Keep it up. Smiley face. Well, that is absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much, Kayla. And I tell you what, Chris, I, I think the old Love Island bosses here, I think are missing out, aren't they? You know, if, if you can't get the UK one across in the US, surely there's a lot of people who'd be interested in that. Well, we are, obviously, and you're right. And these people around the world, there's plenty of people doing the same with the UK one, Dave. It's a shame because I think it should just run concurrently. I know the UK one's massive at the moment and we're coming to its conclusion. But, yeah, it's interesting. And what a great review, Dave. Again, I love listening and hearing reviews like that because it just validates what we're doing. We are just sat here taking the piss out of the show and everyone seems to be enjoying it. And that's what I love. I, I think... It's all done light-hearted, tongue-in-cheek. And, and for me, that's what I get an absolute buzz out of that, to be honest. Before we go, I want to thank everyone, as always, for listening to the show. If you do enjoy what we do, please get onto your podcast catching app and drop us a five-star review. If you want to contact the show on email, theloveislandcast at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, at Love Island Cast. And most nights, we are throwing out random, stupid tweets to try and outdo each other and basically just carrying on what we do in the show and just taking the mick out of the contestants. So big thanks as always. Dave, what are you going to take us out with today? Well, unfortunately, with the US show, we can't actually vote, can we? So it's up to the US public now. And I think tomorrow night is going to be really interesting. So who are your favorite people? Uh, we've got three of the boys, three of the girls. Uh, it, they don't actually say, you know, what are they going to do? Because sometimes on the show, they don't actually jettison them off the island or the villa. Um but I would imagine that one going to go, two going to go. I don't know. But loving it all the way. So thanks a lot for listening. Thanks again, Chris. And we'll speak to you tomorrow. See you tomorrow.